Harry told me he just hired you to find his wife. That's right. You find her? Oh, yeah. So your work's all done? Not quite. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How are you doing? All right. We're uh, a little bit delayed. Sorry, guys. But uh, we're here with uh, an interesting one. That's all I'm going to say right now. I'll let you know what's okay. going to happen later. Um, but before we get down to it, something uh, I talked to Mike about, <laughs> I mentioned on Twitter, and uh, I've seen other people talking about it on Twitter. Recommendation I have for everybody, if you haven't watched it, if you're, this is obviously a quasi-nostalgic podcast, or maybe it is a nostalgic podcast, but I totally recommend Cobra Kai on uh, Netflix. It's like, I, I think I told Mike, I go, it, it's, or somebody, it is way better than it really has a right to be. Cause usually when you bring back stuff like that, you're like, this is just terrible yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. And yeah, they kind of, you know, you see flashbacks to it and stuff like that, but I think they do it in a good way. And, uh, um, you know, they get both Ralph Macchio and uh, William Zabka in it, and oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know Ralph Macchio was in it. As well. Yeah, no, he's in it too. Does Does he look exactly the same? Pretty much, yes. I mean, yeah, he looks okay. a little older. He looks like maybe he's twenty two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say that uh, what's his name, William Zabka? He did. He's he's pretty freaking good at this thing. I'll tell you that right now. Um, so I I totally recommend it. I'm sure you've all watched it already. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you have anything to say about it, uh, hit us up on Twitter or something like that. Um, I used to watch this, the number two in the middle there. No, no T.O., just number two. I, I don't know why I thought that guy died. Um, no. No, there is so. one of the Cobra Kai guys that died. Okay, and but inter- it wasn't him. But interestingly enough, I'll ruin this one part, they, you know, bring, bring back all the guys. At one point, it's funny because they're all like, you know, our age or older now. Yeah, probably a little older, and Sorry, um, Danny. and the guy that died in real life, he was like they basically like yanked him out of the hospital. He's like, I want to get out of here one last time, and wow. uh, so that was it was you know, and he was already sick, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, yeah, wow, that was kind of cool how they did that in a way. Very all interesting. right. So anyway, that's my uh, pick to click. Huh. Are you watching anything, Mike? Um. You know what? I watched this. This is kind of up your alley. I watched uh, Away, the Netflix series. Was it any series. good? It wasn't bad. Here, here's my take on it. The very first episode would have been a great movie short. Like it would have been. Yeah. If they just ended it there, that would have been a pretty good, pretty good movie. Um, and then you know it went through the season. It was yeah, it was okay. It was you know, okay. I mean, it that's, kept me entertained. I, that, I'm not gonna rave about it. Right, and that's kind of what I heard. It's kind of like okay. Oh, I will yeah. say, I did. Have you heard about the thing on HBO Max, Raised by Wolves? No. It's from um, Ridley Scott, and it, you know, so it seemed kind of interesting because you know, again, space stuff for me. But like this, yeah. people on a crash island, but uh, I mean, on a crash on an island, it's crash, crashed island. But they're like, I don't know, 
not robots, but cyborg. It's like it's like the same things that basically uh, he's always using in the alien movies. You know, those yeah. uh, androids and but different. And I don't know. It's really weird. And I don't know. I I watched the first episode and I. I don't know, I just didn't get into it. So if anyone really? if anyone went further than the second five minutes into the second episode, let me know. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. Right. It, it seemed it seemed just too weird for me. Anyway, so that that's all we got. That's uh, that's all, all the new right. stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've watched a bunch. I've watched like three uh, new Netflix series. So I only had like the first series to or the first season to watch. And now I have to wait instead of, you know, I'm used to binge watching like five seasons of stuff. Right. And that that's what happened so. with me with Cobra Kai. For some reason, I thought there was three episodes or three seasons, but there's only two. So got I got through two. Yeah. Two you know what? I'm going to check. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so do you watch that with your wife or is that like a. No, because uh, she was making fun of me the entire time. Every time I was watching it, she okay. said, I can't make fun of her for anything she watches now. And I'm like, why? It's good. <laughs> You watch Cobra Kai. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I'm going to uh I'll, yeah, I'll see if I can get Cindy to sit through it with me. And uh, Did she like the original Karate Kid stuff? I mean, who didn't, you know? I, mean, I don't I know. Like the original. Did she have I a crush on uh <laughs> I was going to say did she have a crush on she... Cobra Kai? On Ralph Macchio? <laughs> I'm sure she did. <laughs> or the bad boy or yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh so what do we watch uh for today, Mike, for this episode for real? For real, we for watched real. Spencer, Spencer for Hire, season one, episode one, and I I didn't catch that this was the title of the show, but it did say based on the novel Promised Land, right? So that was that was interesting. Yes, uh, I and had not previously, really yeah. Said. Two things for me right off the bat. I you know I I'm sure I've seen some of these episodes, but it's been a really long time. I wasn't a huge big into the show, but two things I learned. One. I learned that the show was actually called Spencer for Hire, not Spencer for Hire. <laughs> I, okay. didn't, I didn't realize it had the colon. Spencer, Sp- Spencer colon for Hire. Okay. Right. And I did not know that they was, this was based on books. Um, a couple people mentioned that. Uh, uh, um, why am I blanking? Greg from uh, Knight Rider <laughs> years said that. He's like, yeah, I, liked, I think he said he liked the books too. And I had no idea it had anything to do with books. Um, not that no. it makes a difference. I just had no idea. Yeah. All right. And yeah. And again, th- like this, this is a show. You know, I've, I I know I watched it. I watched it when it was on, but it's not. It wasn't like Dukes of Hazard or Six Million Dollar Man, where I sat down to watch this on a weekly basis. You know. Right. Right. You um, didn't. It wasn't. Yeah. You didn't uh, make plans for it. No. Right. My my parents were probably watching it, so I watched it or whatever. Yes. This um, would definitely be a show for parents, not for the kids. Right. Right. And how, what year to, was this? Um, shoot, I don't know. I, don't, no, I thought I don't, you had it written down. I don't. 85. Do. So we would have okay. been old enough to watch this at this point. Yeah. And I would, I, I, Our to oldest, be honest, I found it enough. <laughs> surprisingly enjoyed it. Um, it being a, a pilot episode, it was an hour and a half long. Um, and you know, my attention span doesn't go that far. So <laughs> I did, ha- I did have trouble with it, but. From what I, you know, when I while I was watching it though, I I did, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story and the, the character. Okay. Did, well, well, we'll talk more about that. But. Yes, we'll talk more about that. Um. So basically, we start off in a subway, right? It's got some. Oh, I do have a little because I did think this the theme was pretty cool. Kind of cool, music, right? Yeah. 
It's It's 80-ish, but Yeah. Not totally. It's not bad. No. It's not cheesy 80. Let's put it that way. Or too the, cheesy. The before before we hit the subway though, it, it opened with a like a family crest type of symbol in the beginning. Is that like and his was, family crest? I don't it was a knight helmet on top and then on the bottom was a silhouette of a dude with a gun. So that'd be an unusual family crest, but uh, could have been his. Could have been his family. Uh, I, I guess he, that would be. What's your right, What's uh, your family crest? Uh, a knight <laughs> and a gun. Yeah, it's a lion, a snake, and a saber. No, m- mine is a, a dude with a gun. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. And then at one point, it actually animates. So the guy like. Goes from holding the gun up to like firing position. So, um, <laughs> I'm looking real quick on Wikipedia to see if it anything, says anything about yeah, the crest. But I don't, I know, I don't know what to make of it, but yeah, I, I but, don't know what. But you're right. The show opens with you're right with the scene uh, subway tracks, or as we like to say in Chicago, the L. Um, <laughs> but what, what do they call it in Boston? This takes place in Boston. Uh, I don't know. know. They'd have some weird word for it. Let us know. All right. All right. (laughs) Let us know. The train stops, and like a pretty young lady gets off. Uh, She's wearing a like a white fur coat, which is probably common. Uh, And probably fake. And probably fake, right? And uh, so you know, we're following her out, and there's. Some guy, she's trying to make her way out of the subway, and she's getting, she gets to like one of those turnstiles. It's like these always intimidated me. They were like <laughs> the full floor to ceiling turnstiles with the spokes sticking out of them, and you feel like you're just going to get like shredded by it. Um, <laughs> she's going through that, and some guy stops her as she's going through, and he's like, Hey, Morgan. And then another guy pops up from the other side, is like, or maybe the same side. I don't know. He's like, she's like, I don't know you guys. And like, you know King Powers. You forgot to say goodbye. And then you know it got kind of dramatic. And enter Spencer, knocking one guy out right away, or whipping him to the ground, or something. And then, uh, then the thug grabs the girl at gunpoint and starts like trying to work his way up the stairs. And I, I didn't get that. Like. I didn't know why I was trying to hang on to her, you know? Why didn't why didn't, why didn't you just push her down and run? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like he was using her as a shield, but she, he didn't want to give her up, so I, I, I didn't really understand that either. I don't know. One thing leads to another. That's why you shouldn't play with guns. She ends up getting shot, <laughs> um, killed. Right, but before that, I, w- I want to point out that in this little thing, there's a little bit of a standoff, and Spencer kind of has like a dirty, hairy moment here. With the guy, oh. as they're like, got each other, facing each other with the guns, right? Isn't this where it happens? Yeah, I'm sure. Paint the picture. I'm sure. <laughs> but they're staring at each other, and I, I got a clip of it, actually. It's easier to do it this way. Here, hold on a second. And now you're going to, hopefully this is the right spot for it. Hold it! We've got two choices. One of them is real permanent. Who are you? I had help. Turn it loose. What are you talking, man? She's a hooker. Ex-hooker. 
And I'm talking 931 rounds without a misfire. So. You're right. That it's totally dirty, Harry. Right? Exactly. You feel lucky, punk. You feel lucky, that's, punk? Yeah. I've never had a misfire. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. That's more of a gun thing than, you know, you, but whatever. Yeah, really. <laughs> I think when he was he was trying to say he never missed out of that many shots. I but. properly take care of my guns, so they never misfire. <laughs> What this if they thing just stopped is a well-oiled piece of machinery. I have cleaned it and oiled it every single day. That's right. And he just—they just stop, and he, you know, the, the guy's like, "Do you mean that you've never missed a shot, or do you mean that your gun has never misfired?" <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you explain this to me? <laughs> <laughs> Debate, but um, <laughs> maybe so that he, was his whole he, thing to confuse him. And he's like, "Wait, what? I don't know what to do with this." Then he gets shot. Yeah. I don't know. While he's thinking, but. Um, <laughs> So then the dude, he just runs, which is, you know, that's what you do. Um, Spencer, I, he like, he took some time to, like, tend to the girl. Like, took his coat off and, like, checked on her. But he well, still I think, managed, I think he put like, the coat over her, didn't he? So Yeah, well, yeah. And, but he, then he managed to, like, catch up to this guy after all that. Well, he's a fast guy. He is. He's pretty athletic. Um, what I did notice, too, though, like, when they're running and, like, so they're running outside now. Now it almost turns into like a chase, like from the firm. You ever see the firm with uh, um, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> but not very far. But like they're just like shooting randomly at each other down the street, <laughs> right on the sidewalk. And yeah. they keep they flash to like a lady working in the flowers out front, and then like a guy working a hot dog stand or something. And I'm like, why yeah. are they flashing on these individual people? Well, it turns out like Spencer knows everybody in this area, and they're all like, yeah. Like, well, you know, come he's forth. like Rocky Balboa. He like right. knows and, all oh, the street I, people. I, I was say exactly that. And like later on, but um, yeah, because excuse me, he knows them all, and they're like talking to him afterwards. He's like, "Hey, uh, got here's a hot dog for." I don't know. He's like, he's saying something like <laughs> to give him stuff, and they're like, "Did you get the guy?" You know, yeah. Like you probably almost could have gotten shot by the crossfire. You should probably tell him not to be shooting randomly down the <laughs> yeah. street. There's probably a couple bodies in the street from. You know the stray bullets, but right. Um, so yeah, so the, the guy runs into a cemetery, and he leaves or like, something. Was it a cemetery? Because it was like very small, yeah, just a, like the middle of the city. It was a it was a cemetery. Okay. So he runs in, and he leaves these like bloody footprints in the snow because Spencer clipped him a couple times, I guess. And then he hides behind this like giant tombstone, um, and like Spencer. You know, he sees the footprints leading up to it. So he just starts shooting at, like, each side of the tombstone. Yeah. Well, he also saw his breath. Oh, yeah, he did see his breath. Yeah. Uh, so the guy is like, oh, I didn't mean it. You know, whatever. And, um, you know, the cops are on their way. And the guy's like, the guy throws his gun down, but he's like, hey, let's get out of here. The cops are coming. And Spencer's like, no, dude, we're, you're, you're in trouble, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so... So the cops come and you know they they know Spencer. I don't know what the guy was a detective or something. Yeah, he uh, was. They say it later that he was on the force for five or so years before. Okay, yeah. So he, you know, so they he, he's in with the cops. He knows them, but uh, while the cops are coming, he ends up like beating this guy <laughs> physically because he doesn't want him to like just get you know just be arrested. So he like beats the snot out of him until the cops come. And then uh, 
then then you know the detective shows up and they're like, "Hey, Spencer," you know, and they with a donut. Yeah, typical chomping chomping on a donut the whole entire time they're talking. You know, I wonder if there are like police lobbyists that are trying to get that stopped. (laughs) Well, I don't know because they do that thing around here. I don't know if they do it nationwide, where you know they do the cop on top of the the Dunkin' Donuts thing to raise money for. Was it Special Olympics? Is that what they do it for? I forget. Really? I'm. I'm, You never saw that? that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but I do, yeah, I did like how he was chomping at Donald the whole time. And Spencer tells him like, Hey, this guy, you know, he tells him basically what the guy did about shot the woman at the subway and they already knew about it or whatever. And then this guy, this thug works for King powers. So that's apparently a well-known bad guy. I don't know. I don't know what else to call him. Yeah. Um, so, and then, so we changed a little bit here the way that, story is shot or or dictated it's spencer starts to narrate for the first time Uh uh-huh which caught me off guard because it didn't start that way but um, uh something about judy garland and chasing rainbows and right (laughs) i'm not sure what the hell that's exactly what i write he's like he's just the voiceover about judy garland i don't know he was a bodyguard supposed to be a bodyguard but a girl so he, he he was just disappointed he couldn't protect her and then uh, there's a couple guys watching him, and one of the guys is the guy from the subway station. Mm-hmm. He got away, but uh, and they are sitting on a street in the middle of winter in Boston in a white Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never driven a Ferrari in the snow or on dry pavements. <laughs> right. Period. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would imagine it's not the best all-wheel drive vehicle for no especially an 80s ferrari they probably had there was you know obviously no abs brakes on this thing i don't think (laughs) so that would be yeah it would be new technology and it's not like boston doesn't get a lot of snow (laughs) right like put that thing away in the winter what are you doing i mean in fact part of the time it's snowing there you know what they're filming but exactly yeah i I had a real problem with the ferrari in the snow (laughs) i'm like tires on Right. I'm like, you Jeans. know, obviously you had enough money to buy it, but that, you know, put you over the edge. You didn't have enough money for a beater winter car. So <laughs> yeah, right. just sell yeah, it and get, get something get... cheaper and get a nice car and then get another beater yeah. for the winter. An all season, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, all right. But yeah, um, th- and that, this, is, this is when like all those street people are like, yay, Spencer. <laughs> street people. Here's a hot dog. Here's a. <laughs> well, they at least. I mean, like street vendors or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah that reminded me of rocky where they're like yo yo champ you know and everyone he knows everybody in the neighborhood but uh so i think you know we're establishing there he's a down-to-earth guy you know right whatever and i, I did mention there must have been another voice over here because i just like does this continue throughout the whole series or is this just something they did in the pilot again if you're a spencer for hire fan uh what'd be called spencer heads um let us know if that continued throughout the whole series Good question. Good question. Yeah. Because I, I just, Sometimes I, I, did, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't like it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say too. <laughs> but it wasn't great. It didn't, right. it didn't advance, it didn't, look, there's certain people that can do voiceovers well, like stuff like that. And he, again, like, like Ma- the Joe, Joe, Joe Pesci thing, he was just a little too flat when he was doing it. Like Tom Selleck always did a good job yeah. at it because he always had like he was always animated he's like i know what you're thinking look 
you know, and I, you know, he gets into it where <laughs> right, these guys are like, right. yeah, okay, well, uh, you'll Joe, Judy Garland and uh, Rainbow Bodyguard. I yeah. don't know. Next. Yeah, it was almost almost like just background noise. Well, you know, yeah. it, it didn't add to the story. Like we right. could have figured out everything that he was narrating, but um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then, what? Where are we? So he's moving into a new office because his office was basically what he got forced oh, yeah. out because they changed the lease. I don't know, something like that. They well, were they redoing the building, like, so they were going to jack up the rates, so he had to leave. <laughs> Something like they, that. They tore the whole building down. Like, is that they what they did? standing in front of it, and there's like a wrecking ball. Going <laughs> oh, that <would> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he moves into some seedy office somewhere in another part of town. Yeah, and they're painting. And uh, I don't know, the woman the female woman that's there, we don't know who she is at first. He's just, she's just there with him helping. And I guess she did laundry and ruined his college football shirt and he's all mad even though he's like pushing 40 at this point <laughs> right you know yeah. and it's, it's okay guys you know it's it, it, that was another thing like about this is there were a lot of shows in the 80s where these guys used to be like former stars in their college team and that was yeah. still like a main part of their lives even though they were 40 <laughs> or right. something like they, that they, they wouldn't let go of that right? yeah. yeah um Anyway, uh, so they kind of flirt and stuff like that, and I'm like, I'm hoping he's not her secretary, because I didn't know who she was, or, or she's not his secretary. Yeah. Right. Oh, and by the way, I do. I <laughs> guess I should. What? What did I say? <laughs> Just go on. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, anyway, so who, who is uh, she? You looked her up. Yeah. No. So it was bugging me because I recognized her from something. You know, she's been in a bunch of stuff, um, but. Her name, why can't I find this here? Okay. Her name was uh, uh, Barbara Stock. Um, and, you know, she was in all these episodes in Dallas for some or whatever. But the thing that it was that I couldn't, it was like bugging me because I could see that she was in something. She was in um, Seinfeld. She was wow. in, she, in one episode. She was the one. Did you watch a lot of Seinfeld? Yeah. She's the one where George is on a subway and some lady starts hitting on him because he's like an art. He says he's an architect and she takes him to some seedy hotel, ties him up to the bed and steals his clothes <laughs> because he has no money. That's her. That's her. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Man, you got a knack for that. Like seeing these <laughs> like old celebrities and pinning them to like something. one episode like, of something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know how you do that, but then. It's a gift, Mike. It's a gift. Um, yeah, it's it is. it's something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, she was also so in an episode of Night Rider, by the way. So at this point, then Spencer sees some dude crossing the street. And he's like, "Ah, you know, could be a new, uh, new customer, new client." And the uh, the guy comes in, and his name's Harry Patterson. He's a turns out he's a builder. Um, he got Spencer's name from some friend at the newspaper or something. And basically the guy's in here, Spencer's kind of cocky to him. Um, the guy tells him like how to fix his radiator or whatever. And, um, cause he's a cause, builder cause and he knows how to fix it. Right. Right. And Spencer's like, all right, look, you didn't come here just to tell me that. Tell me, you know, how to fix a radiator valve. And I was thinking at the point, I'm like, this guy's Spencer's being really a jerk. He's a jerk to a lot of people in this show. I'm sorry. He's 
Not a nice I didn't, guy. <laughs> I don't know. And then, and then, like the guy tries to walk out, and Spencer kind of stops. He's like, "But I could help you." Um, and he's like, "All right, look, my wife ran away. Her name's Pamela, I think." And um, yeah. he's like, oh, "Look, I'll find her, but I can't make her come back." Right. He's like, "I don't Which do I, kidnapping." Yeah. So that's respectable. No, but totally. I, I was surprised he was such a dick to him, though. Like, no, and that's what I'm saying. For. He, I don't know. Maybe it's the character in the book or whatever they were trying to do. He's a kind of a jerk to a lot of people, I thought. But in my it mind. doesn't fit with, like, we just saw him with the hot dog guy and the flower I lady. Know. And, you know? I'm just saying. He's uh, all right. He seems very irritable. <laughs> Let's just put yeah, it that does. way. He does. Um, <laughs> so as Patterson leaves, the uh, dude in the Ferrari is outside watching. So. Right. And if if there's any car you want to pick to stake out something and be uh, inconspicuous, it's a white Ferrari. Yeah, in the winter. In fact, that may be, that may be the only white Ferrari I've ever seen. So if <laughs> I, I saw it, it twice, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, wait a minute." I want to know what me. kind of interior it has. Because remember, I had that white Eagle Talent had bright red interior. I could just oh see, yeah, I could just see that this thing had bright. Like red interior too. It would be the yeah. same thing. Well, red that was pretty popular. Red interior in the eighties. Yeah, I I had a car with red interior too. But, um, all right, uh, where are we now? Oh, so um, oh, then we cut to the the car with the three women, right? Driving. Did we and, cut there already? Yeah, that's this scene. No, first else? they go to lunch. Oh, I have that after that. But. Oh, do you? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Because <laughs> well, because the reason is the reason I think they, it's first because so they go to lunch, him and his girlfriend. Who I don't know if she works for him or what she does, and wh- I forgot what her name is already. How did I forget that? Ah, uh, oh. uh, crap! I I forgot to um, Susan. Susan. Okay. So they go out to lunch, like champagne lunch or whatever. They kind of flirted before when they were painting. He's like, I'll take it, whatever. So they go out to lunch, and he's again all crabby because <laughs> he's crabby now. Well, about she's this... kind of... Huh? She's kind of ripping on him, though. Well, but he's all crabby because this woman left his, her husband. Mind you, it's not his wife. So, but he's all mad, <laughs> right. and he goes on this rant about how you know he's tired of people thinking of themselves and doing all this kind of stuff. I'm like. Well, you don't know what the situation is yet, so you're all mad that she's sure. left her husband, ditched him, when she could be, he could be like beating the shit out of her. Uh, exactly, but, and I mean, and, and to be honest, that's what I thought. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I got tr- right, exactly. But he doesn't from. jump to that. He just jumps at. Well, she wants to do, but I got a clip of it here anyway. Heard all the silliness in the world, like the movements, the causes, the runaway egos. Me, 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 now, now, now. I'm just sick of people who put their own instant gratification ahead of their obligations. Men or women who dump their families and run off. To work, to booze, to to sex, to independence. It's irresponsible. You don't know why she ran off. Neither of us does. But you assumed a feminist reason. I did? Well, if I did, I'm sorry I shouldn't. Yeah, he did. You know, leaving their families to go work. <laughs> like, that was right. like, the first thing he said. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's not... Yeah, obviously, I, she wouldn't have ditched him for work. She wouldn't that you know, that she wouldn't have maybe, disappeared, but I don't know. Maybe Spencer's got some kind of messed up childhood we don't know about. 
that. So. I don't know, but he just seems very cranky about, and, you know, it causes and like, you know, and now this kind of sets up, right? The causes thing to the next scene, which you're talking about where they're all in the car together. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, so Pamela's the driver of this car with her two friends and the passenger kind of flashes a gun and Pamela's all nervous. These other two are just like old pros at whatever they're about to do. <laughs> and, um, so she go. they, they go in and they're about to rob someplace. Um, it's not, you know, we don't get much more detail than that. Um, and then they come running out and as they're running out, there's like a, you know, the typical old security guard at the bank who, you know, used to be a cop, retired cop probably retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he comes out after him. So the girl turns around, she pops one in him and, you know, probably kills him. So they get in the car and take off. Right. Nobody planned for that to happen. But again, when you bring a gun, someone's going to get hurt. Right. And Pamela's like, she's the getaway driver. Right. In this, but she does not seem very comfortable with it. No, she doesn't so, like, seem to fit point, in. I'm like, did she get kidnapped by these people <laughs> and like forced to do this? Right. I'm like, they've got something on her. That they're right. Kinda... That's what I was thinking. Or like, um, did you ever see the movie with Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn? Seems like old times where he gets like Chevy Chase gets like abducted by two guys and forces to rob a bank. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember. I kind of like vaguely remember that. But yeah, it's a good movie. You should go back and watch it. Yeah, I think I might. I love Chevy Chase. Okay. Um. Let's see. So then, so now uh, Spencer drives over to Patterson's house. Well, wait, hold on. Don't know why. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, shoot. You're right. So they were at lunch before. They cut back to this whole thing I just put out after they do the shot. So I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't change the story. <laughs> Mike's over there thinking, uh, yeah, see, I was right, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't read uh, my notes all the way through. <laughs> So Spencer goes over to Patterson's house. He's got this pretty cool yet beat up 60s Mustang. Like, you know, probably, I don't know what year that is. Probably a late 60s Mustang. Um, And when he gets there, the white Ferrari's in the driveway. And Patterson comes out of the house with the the driver of the car. And Spencer and and the driver kind of meet eyes. And Spencer says, Hawk? And Hawk says, Spencer? No, he doesn't say Spencer. He's like, Spencer. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk like him, but fucking goddamn, this guy was awesome. <laughs> Hawk, <laughs> Hawk yeah, was the best badass. thing about this show. I'm just gonna say that right yeah. now. He was not on it enough in this episode. He yeah, I and, agree. I, and I, I agree. you know, you want to say he should have his own show. Well, he did after this, but he, you know, I liked him way better than I liked Spencer. Um, yeah, he was a cool character. And we got a couple comments um, about that. I think Michelle, a friend of the pod, she put on there, like, uh, like responded on uh, Instagram, just said, uh, Hawk is the man. And he yeah. freaking is, man. I, I really like this. I really liked him. Yeah. yeah, there was nothing not cool about Hawk. No, was. the clothes, even the clothes were like outrageous, but looked cool on him. True. Um,. So I, the guy's like, oh, you guys know each other? And Spencer's like, oh, we work out at the same gym or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Some pa- it's something pa- like passive that. Thing, you know? it was something and then, like that. you know, so 
I don't know why I have this. There must have been something in conversation where Spencer is like of Irish descent and a history buff. I don't know. Oh, because the guy had like a shillelagh or something on right. his kitchen table. <laughs> and so he picked it up and they were talking about that. Oh, so. But before he said that, before they did that, yeah, but he did the, um, his uh, Patterson, He's they were talking about it, you know, because he sees a picture of the kids. Spencer does. He's like, oh, cute kids. He's like, yeah. You know, they take after Pam, which is good. You know, you know, Pam's, you know, they got Pam's looks in my brain. It's good thing it's not the other way around. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's kind of rude. I know you that's were trying funny. to like, and that dude like play on yourself, but you basically just shit on your wife's being stupid. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that dude, I forgot to mention. Um, I don't know that actor's name. Do you know that guy that played Patterson? Uh, yeah, um, Jeffrey Lewis. So he's been in like oh shit hundreds of things, things yeah. He was in like um, the thing I remember most from is the Clint Eastwood. Uh, wasn't he like the sidekick in Every Which Way But Loose? Oh shit! Uh, I don't know. I didn't go that far. I, I don't. I don't either. But that, if he wasn't, that was the... I somehow have Im- embedded in my mind for that. Yeah. Um, I actually have to look now because. <laughs> I, I don't even know what year that is, so I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, no, never mind. Um, yes, he was. Every which way we lose. Okay. Phew. Okay. Um. So, whatever. Oh, so Spencer was like, "All right, why is Hawk here? You must owe somebody money, and you know Hawk's a collector, and and he's pretty like straight with him too. You know Hawk's a cool guy when Spencer's not talking trash about him. He's like, if you owe him money, he's gonna get it. Yeah, you know." He's an enforcer. He's going to kick your ass. He'll do what he has to do, and it's not going to go away. Right. He's like, if you get on Hawk's list, sooner or later you get crossed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was a good way of, of stating it. Yeah. Uh, but the guy, you know, he's got nothing to say to him about it. So um, then, then, oh, then we go. Spencer's at. I don't know. Do you have anything else here before no. we leave this guy's house? No. Okay. Just. You know, he took a really interest in that shillelagh. I don't know. If they were... Yeah, he did. I don't know why that was even there, but um, so now they're at the police department, and Spencer goes to talk to like the commander, commissioner. I don't know. Uh, l- lieutenant. I think he was lieutenant. Okay, lieutenant. And he basically, I don't know what the this scene made no sense to me. That he gets no information. From <laughs> um, no, basically, he goes in. Uh, some guy that's getting busted knows him. He's like, "Hey, Spencer." <laughs> yeah, right. Man of the people. Um, and he goes into the office. The other guy is eating a donut in there, of course. And he wants info. Uh, he wants missing persons info, basically, right? To see, I guess, to see if anyone's reported her missing or something like that. But yeah, you're yeah, right. So he gets nothing because they they've gotten the call already. I think. From the husband, but they're like, well, there's nothing we could really do right now. Has she not been gone long enough or something? I don't know. Uh, um, but he kind of does. Okay. I think he, he does kind of convince husband. him that there might be something going on. But yeah, next we see, see he just decides to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, that scene was over. And then, oh, uh, and he goes to the gym. But <laughs> I, um. I will say there was a couple times where they um, tried to do some humor, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm, maybe I was just crabby when I was watching this. 
I don't remember any humor. Well, like, I don't know. maybe, I but it was very, it was very um, subtle. Like they were trying to do a little. Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, not sarcastic, but something like that. You know, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but it it just a lot of it didn't land. But anyway, um, hold on a second. Let me find the. You seem thing. yeah. You seem a little moody, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. Something. I don't know what my problem is. Sorry, but um, did I even put it in here? Oh shoot. Anyway, he makes <laughs> he makes a joke. He's like, oh wait, here we go. It's really quick. Thing about up. lifting, it hurts like hell, but it sure is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was okay. That that just went over my head. That's what I was it, talking so. about. Yeah. I'm like, that's why even the, put that the, in? You know. Yeah. The narr- the narrative could could go. But you know, but you, I don't know if you noticed this while he's lifting, he got, he's working his ass off. Yeah. But the camera angles block view of his biceps. And every shot, like there, you just can't see. You know, we saw him at one point with the shirt off. He wasn't like ripped. I'm not saying he he wasn't in better shape than I am, but I'm just saying he wasn't like ripped. But he's working out in the gym, and there's like you know a machine bar that's in the way, and you can't see his bicep. Oh, I and then they change that. the camera angle, and there's like you know a boxing bag or something in the boxing bag. I don't know, you could, like a body bag. Or, I know. I don't know what you call those. I know what you're saying. <laughs> Heavy bag. So yeah, yeah. it was. It, yeah, it was like they were strategically doing that. Not, yeah, not a big deal. Just something. Right. Under. Well, I yeah, I did right here like <laughs> workout scene for the ladies, because um, it was a long scene that just seemed like, hey, we need like another two minutes for this episode. <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot of pent up frustration. Right. Um, but while he is in the gym, we do note that there's two guys outside that watch him go in, and they just start loading up a shotgun. And I thought they were just gonna try shooting him right there, but they're like, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna wait till he comes out." We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait till he, we'll just till he sit gets, here for yeah. like an hour and a half with a shotgun. We don't want to mess up. We don't want to mess with his workout. Right. So. Exactly. Um. Uh. So what? Anyway. So okay. So now he goes as he's leaving. He, leaves, he notices right. the car. Um. Right. He knows it's there again. They don't come out. They just wait for him. I'm not right. sure what the point was. So he goes, Mike. He gets, it's all in case you don't know. It's always better to shoot someone with a shotgun while you're moving down the road, <laughs> right? Exactly. As, as opposed sh- to standing still. Yeah, a shotgun like that, like, and that was just like a regular old shotgun. You know, that that kind of stuff, that buckshot stuff, really goes well. Like when you're yeah. driving. <laughs> I think it's street rules. You know? yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't just stick it. Easy. I mean, at least like, I think it was that kind of shotgun, ground. wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to what they were loading. I thought they were just loading in regular shells. Then it turns out there's two there's two cars. So right, yeah, right. Which we don't notice that at first. So anyway, he gets in the car and he just freaking floors it because he knows they're there and he they don't realize that he knows it. Um, right. And then the chase is on. Um, you know, the, he so blows right past those guys, and they're kind of the like, chases. huh? I love the car chases. That's like my one of my favorite parts of. TV shows. Yeah. And, you know, he tries to see how good they can drive. And he, you know, causes one of them to wipe out. And I don't know. But anyway, right. what ha- then it, as the, the chase basically ends because he blows a tire. Which I thought that was respectable. Like, let's not make this he's always, like, perfect. Right. He blows he blows a tire and kind of crashes. Right. So. Exactly. And then he gets out and just starts freaking shooting them. <laughs> he just... 
he just unloads with everything he has. But the, it's yeah. funny because, like, like, you know, okay, he knows these guys are chasing him, but does he really know who they are that are chasing him? He right? Starts... Does he really feel threatened, like, to death? You know, like, his life is <laughs> I don't know. I um, guess maybe anytime you're chased, you're like... Yeah, I mean, I guess he knows that these people all have to do with this King Power guy or whatever, and he probably knows that they're all loaded up. But it just, yeah. it just seemed kind of odd to just start freaking firing at whoever was in the car, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess when you shoot, when you're on the streets and there's people all around, you just shoot down the street. <laughs> Probably just, it doesn't matter. All bets are off. Right. So. Anyway, so um, what? One car goes flying, right? Doesn't one car go flying? One uh, car ends up crashing. The other yeah. two guys get out of the car, three guys, and they start unloading on Spencer. Yeah. You know, it's Spencer's got a handgun. Like, I, I don't know if it's a revolver. I don't know what it is, but he's got a handgun. One of the guys has like an automatic, <laughs> but he still Spencer still manages to take him. You know, all three of the guys out, or two of the three, anyway. Right, and that, and then he lets the third guy go. Yeah, which, which is you know, give a message to your boss. Right, you sent two carloads of guys, and you couldn't do it. Yeah, losers. Yeah, and uh, the cops come. He just kind of he gets he just assumes the position basically. So right. they don't shoot him. And then his friend comes out with the donuts again. I don't know. This guy's like in every car all the time, right? Wasn't he's, he there he's again? Like food. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he's got or was food it him, right? Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, I don't know if he was there. Yeah. I think he was. <laughs> Someone knew him because they're like, yeah, let him, you know, yeah. whatever. So, um, so what happens here? So now we go. Uh, now he's going through receipts, right? So that's the yeah, Pam's receipts, I guess, right, or something like that, or oh, he's or like he's like looking. Th- I think he's looking through her. What the hell he's doing? He's looking around. Oh, he's looking. He's he's looking away. Yeah, he's looking at her receipts. I don't know why. Yeah, but I he mean, notices a do, bunch of receipts from New Bedford. So he's like, oh, that's must be sh- where she is. I'm like, I mean, I'm sure. Why didn't the husband <laughs> notice that? I don't know. It makes sense. And he no, calls no. information, and gets an address based on what is it a phone number that it was there or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. these criminal ladies aren't very smart there if they're not using burner phones. But I guess there were no such thing as burner phones in '85. <laughs> That's right. They, they didn't even have cell phones. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, but you don't call from your house, <laughs> right? So so yeah. So then he he hits the road and goes to the house, right? Yep. And uh, let's see. So he gets her, and he's like. Anita and she like tries to slam the door on <laughs> and he, he like kind of forces his way in right yeah he and forces the, the door to stay open exactly and then the second lady shows up and she goes all like Jackie Chan on him and like she like kung fu fights him out on the like a right well first death. he says he says he's looking for Pam they're like you're not the police he's like no and they kind of let up a little bit um, but they still don't tell her that she's there, I think, at first. But then they right. do. But, yeah, then she starts trying to beat on him. And um, so, they, yeah, because they, they, yeah. They, basically, they want to make sure he's not going to take her back. And he tries to explain, like, right. I'm only coming to find her. If she doesn't want to go back, that's fine. I just want to make sure she's okay. And they fight. <laughs> he just fucking throws her to the wall then. Yeah, because you know, at first he doesn't want to do anything to her, because you know he doesn't want right. to. Understandable, it's whatever. And basically, she kicks him. She kicks him in the face, right? <laughs> yeah. 
And that's when he's like, all yeah. right. And he just kind of grabs her and yeah. throws her at the wall, and she gets knocked out somehow. Yeah, he has to put an end to it. So he <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to do this the wall. easiast way possible, but still, right. you know. Um, so finally Pam comes out, and she's like, oh, it's okay. You know, we'll go for a walk. And... <laughs> oh, it's okay. By the way, is she dead? <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us. And so they walk and talk, and basically she tells him, look, Harry doesn't need me. But she's still wearing his, the wedding ring. It doesn't sound like he was awful to her in any way. Um, yeah, it's, it just sounds like she was unhappy. He wasn't very nice to her, but not abusive or anything in any way. Not even right. verbally, it sounds like. It just sounds like she just was bored and, I don't know, Maybe, wanted yeah. something more. I don't. It didn't really make sense, to be honest with you. It's probably other ways to... Especially... To right, exactly. There. It didn't make sense. It, I mean, it makes sense where you know people aren't happy in their marriage or whatever that i understand that but to be like you know what i need to do i need to go on a murder spree with some ladies that just didn't seem to make sense <laughs> right. you know Those that might be going up. a little far um right right <laughs> but anyway uh so where we go they go on yeah they talk about boats and melville you know because we're they keep trying to throw like this guy is like really smart and into reading and all that kind of stuff making them be like you know, cool guy in that oh, yeah. way, but poetry in the arts. Yeah. And yeah. But although there's, I don't think any books in this place he lives, but, um, <laughs> um, so what do we say? So then he, then he goes back to Patterson's to say, Hey, look, you know, I found your wife. Um, and so he gets there and Patterson has like a big bruise on his face. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and, and he won't, Spencer won't say where to find her. He's just said, you know, she's okay. She doesn't want to come back, but you know I'm not going to tell you. So I think the guy gets pissed off and fires Spencer, but and storms storms away. Um, and he and says then, something like, "If you don't tell me where she is, you'll hear from my lawyer." Yeah, yeah. And yeah, right. Spencer says something like, "Is like if you don't, you know, talk uh, tell me about Huck or whatever, you're gonna I'll be calling your undertaker or something <laughs> like that." Be dead. Yeah, yeah. So that, so then Spencer's taking the girl on a date, Susan. And um, I don't know if they went on the date and they were coming back to Spencer's place afterwards. But when they get there, um, Hawk is waiting for him. And he gets out and they, they, they chat about the case a little bit. Right. And this and, and this point, we finally you know, get some explanation of what's going on. Right, right. So we know that, we know that Hawk is the enforcer, that someone owes him, you know, this guy owes money. But Hawk was under the impression, or at least questioning, if Spencer was there to protect him from Hawk, and you know that's not not why he was hired. Um, but I thought overall the conversation did not seem to go well, even though it was civil. <laughs> uh, it, it, it seemed like somebody was going to yeah. end up. And dying basically, at this at point, point, Hawks even says, "Is like my employer will pay you to leave the case alone." Right. Right. Um, but Spencer, you know, go ahead. He he won't do it. You, you can't buy Spencer. Yeah, and is this the, is this the point where he talks to Hawk and says something about how he talks? And I don't know. Says how sometimes he talks like a CEO or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I have a yes. I have that part of the conversation here, and I don't know. I just felt a little uncomfortable with this, so I'm just gonna play yeah. this right off the bat. Uh, I think this is the one. Hopefully, this is the one. I don't expect to scare you off, and I don't expect to bribe you. But my employer would like to compensate you for any loss if you were to withdraw from the case. 
Ock, all the time I've known you, I never could figure out why sometimes you sound like an account executive from the financial district and other times like Br'er Bear. Tis a product of a ghetto education. Sometimes my environmental influences keep popping up. Lordy me, yes. What part of the ghetto you be living in now, Hawk? Beacon Hill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm like, well, I don't know. Time, times, the, times have changed. Yes, exactly. And um, I don't know where Beacon Hill is. I'm guessing it's Ritzy. I don't know. <laughs> Basically, the way it's said. I, it, and I, I, I don't know what kind of... <laughs> I don't know how to say it. like Spencer's impression of Hawk. <laughs> it was not great. This, <laughs> it was yeah, not great. My head too. Yes. Again, I don't think that one would have made it uh, through the final pass on the, uh, the script nowadays. So, no, no, agree, and these are the kind of things we like to point out in the show is times change and some things they just sure don't do. fly anymore. That's right. And, and they shouldn't the have best. flown back then either. <laughs> right, We've made exactly. that made that uh, very clear many times with stuff about women <laughs> in the show. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, so anyway, yeah. So. All right. So then they go back up to his apartment or his house or whatever. And Susan's drilling him about Hawk. Right. Who's that guy? What does he want? What's going on? What do you do? What's this? She wants to know why he said he's more like him than he wants to believe or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, and um, he just—he's like, I don't know, <laughs> just like <laughs> pour some drinks. He's like trying to brush it off, but yeah, she's kind of relentless. And um, but then, like out of the blue, she's like, "I love you." Yeah, and he doesn't respond the same. No, and and that, then it sounds like she wants to get married, but he doesn't, and then. You know that conversation never ends well. So she she left. Right. She's and at this point, I'm like, how is she getting out. home? I guess she's going to get a cab. But I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, it's kind of like ungentlemanly to <laughs> just let her leave. Well, know? it's ungentlemanly to not respond when she says "I love you," and then just to let her walk True. home by herself and not give her a ride yeah. home. Right. But you know, uh, the next day we're. I don't know if it's the next day. Let's say it is. We're back at the back yeah, at the gym. It's the next day. And uh, uh, working the bag. And doesn't he voice um, over about being he's too big to cry? Yeah, he's too big to cry. He had to do what he had to do. Um, and then takes a run to the commissioner. Yeah. Is that, is that, okay, so that means he like physically ran to the commissioner's office. It seemed like it, and this is exactly where it was like Rocky because he's like running up the stairs like he was Rocky yeah. in the first movie. <laughs> exactly. I was waiting for and him then, to stick uh, his arms up and go yeah. And then, then so the commissioner's looking through some files and comes across Power's name, and that you know they had like a moment when that name came up. Right. Well, yeah, because I think Spencer said, "Hey, who's doing the loan sharking in this area?" Where the guy's building, Patterson guy. Ah, uh, yeah. And okay. that's where they figure yeah, out. Yeah, so this. Which this is interesting, too, that he had like a list of all wait. these loan sharks. Oh, by the way, these are all the guys that are illegally loaning money to people. I'm like, well, you know that they <laughs> are. <laughs> so why are they still doing it? You've got a file. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and it, so Spencer gets home and the phone's ringing and it's Pam and she wants to meet him at noon. And. First thing that hit me was he. She didn't want to give any more information. She's like, "Just, just meet me at noon." 
I'm like that never goes well. Right. Like if you don't get if you don't get at least a little bit of detail about what you're going to talk about or something, something's going to happen. Right. But um so he I guess gets in the shower cuz he wants to be clean when he gets there. And well, he his, just came uh, from the gym. True. His uh his girlfriend shows up stark naked and uh joins him in the shower. Yeah. Needless to say he was late for his meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. He was late. And uh, but he goes to the bridge or wherever he was supposed to go, and he meets uh, meets her, and he brings Susan with, and I guess she's a counselor. At first, I wasn't, I, I didn't know it was Susan. I thought he just brought a counselor with him, like a, a <laughs> oh, like somebody yeah. else, yeah, yeah, because I, I didn't really see it. But then it all kind of fit together later. But um, and she tells Spencer she killed a man, and they robbed the bank. To, and again, my attention span kind of dipped here. But <laughs> Mike started getting out they, of, having low sugar, so he had to go get a snack. Right. So <laughs> they robbed a bank to buy guns to support some cause in South America or Belfast. I'm not even sure which one. Right. Well, first Both? he. I don't know. Okay, so she says they want to buy guns, and he's like, "For what?" You know, she's like to win the war of oppression wherever it exists. I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? You're okay. just buying guns to hand out to people? What? But then she does say they are going to South America. I don't think they say specifically what country. Um, okay, all right. But you know, Spencer preaches about how guns aren't going to help. You know, she's 40 years old and a fool, and her kids are in college. And I'm like, wait, she's 40 and her kids are in college. I'm like, Jesus, how old yeah. would she have the kids? I, I know. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> um, but uh, but she, you know, again, now this leads back to his whole rant that he had in the restaurant. She wants to have a purpose, you know. And this is where I'm like, this is a dumb story, because yeah, you don't. I'm sorry. You leave your husband it. because you're unhappy, <laughs> and you go and rob a bank and steal guns to send to South America. Like that just doesn't make any sense. No, and you and really she, can't unwind that. No, and, and she's like, I don't have a life worth living. Like, what is the problem? Right. Um, you, man. And he, you know, that's why, this is what bugged me about this whole story. I'm I'm sure that all the stories in this show are not like this, and this is probably something from the book, um, but it just, I don't know, I just didn't buy the story. Um, so it kind of yeah. bugged me the whole time. Well, and then you have no sympathy for her, right? I mean, because she's like, <laughs> right, exactly. you are a criminal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's nothing good about what you're doing. Yeah. No, exactly. Um, I, I think I got a little clip here where Spencer's all pissed at her about it. Here, hold on. I shouldn't be telling you this. Running guns? You better tell me everything you know about it if you want me to get you out of this. You don't have to yell at me. You want me to throw you bouquets for being a robber and a murderer? Spencer, she feels bad enough. No, she doesn't. She doesn't feel anywhere near bad enough. Oh. Why did he have to do that? Why did he try to stop us? Maybe he thought it was his job. He was taking money to guard the bank when there weren't any robberies. Maybe he thought he should guard it when there was one. Sort of a question of honor, maybe. Oh. Now, at this point, I am on Spencer's side because this is stupid. Yeah. I am too. I was like, well, hell yeah. Because the, the only part I was against is when he said, you better tell me everything if you want me to get you out of this. I'm like, how are you going to get her out of right, this? Right, exactly. Now, granted, she was only the driver and she didn't have the gun and she probably could have gotten away with just, you know, conspiracy to commit murder. I don't know. <laughs> conspiracy to rob a bank. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
but uh and even like susan's like come on she feels bad enough i'm like does she though does she really you're right <laughs> yeah again um, she didn't pull the trigger but you know she bought she helped them rob a bank to buy guns to yeah. send to south america exactly now mind you all right again Nothing about that they're women, but these are three women. She is a housewife. I don't know what these other people are. Who do they know where to buy guns? I, I, I don't know. You know, you know, they didn't think this plan all the way through. First, we're going to rob a no. bank. Then we're going to buy guns and send them to South America. Okay. How are you going to buy guns? I don't know, but let's just rob the bank. No. Okay. That's not how it works. But, and once you do, how are you going to get them to South America? I mean, it's <laughs> well, not yeah, easy. That's the other thing, too. Well, what about FedEx? I don't know. Are they going to check yeah, the packages? Right? Amazon? So, so okay. So now, what happens? Um, uh, somehow they they oh, he's talking to Patterson again, right? Yeah. And he, this time he comes up, he's got a black eye, um, <laughs> and he he wants to know where his wife is, and Spencer wants to know about his business dealings. I don't know if the guy was skimming or I don't know what he was doing. Something not cool, but he ended up having to deal with powers. Uh, you know, for money. Right. Do you know and, what happened? I, I don't. No, but at, at one point he, he makes a crack about Hawk and he says something yes. about your black friend, you know, your black friend over there. And know, Spencer's like, call him Hawk. He's like, what are you, the NAACP? I'm like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, anyway. And then, so then, but yeah, then he wants gym. to, yeah, but he does want to know what oh, the no, deal is with power and he's, you know, he's like, I owe him, you know, he owes him something. Basically what happened is he had a partner. They had a successful business, but then his partner died and he ended up taking money from the partner's estate to make some deal to, to build some stuff. And there was having problems. And now he had to somehow get money back into the estate because it's not his to take. And that's why he borrowed the money to put back in the estate. But, Instead of just getting a loan from a bank, which a successful business yeah. person would do, he's taking a loan where it's like, you know, 30% interest yeah. a day or something crazy like and that. And here, here I'm seeing something in common with the husband and wife here. They both have a pattern of making horrible decisions. So <laughs> exactly. It's probably best they don't get back together. But um, then back at the gym, um, Hawk is fighting some dude. So they do go to the same gym. Right. Oh, but before and, that, I do want to say that they – you know, uh, Spencer, I think at, at one point tells me he thinks he can get him out of this. He's, you know, got to talk to powers or whatever. And he says, both the Patterson says the Patterson's are, were dumb, just not bad people, just dumb. Right. So, yeah. Is it, I and, mean, which is true. I don't know. But are, aren't most bad people dumb? I don't know. Nah, not necessarily. There's some very intelligent s- criminals. Smart bad people. Yeah, true. True. All right. I take that back. I retract that statement. If you've watched any Bond movie. Yes, true. <laughs> Um, all right. So Hawk, Hawk's fighting. He, he, he kind of wants, uh, Spencer to get in the ring. Yeah. Go a couple rounds. Um, but Spencer's like, Hey, just hook me up with powers. Get me a meeting. Hawk's like, all right, you know, I'll see what I can do. And then Spencer's walking with Pam and they meet up with the women and he tells them that he can get them the guns, but he needs a fee. Um, Finder's fee. Yeah. And Hawk, then Hawk hooks him up with some meeting with Powers at, at Madison at Square stadium. Garden. Yeah, at Madison Square Garden. Right. And oh, no, no. I'm have, sorry, not Madison. So Boston Garden. It would be 
uh, right? Is that the stadium where the Celtics it would be, play? Wherever the Celtics play. Wherever they play, right. So <laughs> so he sits down with Powers and makes a, makes a deal with him to buy these guns. And but he powers doesn't want to be there, but somehow Spencer's like, oh no, you got to be there. They they won't trust it without you there. It sounds very fishy to me. I think right. Uh, <laughs> if, if this King Power had any braid, he'd realize something's really up. Yeah. But yeah, he manages to so, talk him into it. He just he's keeps... like, yeah, all right, I'll be there. Yeah, and then he's so like, whatever. Now you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> now get out of here. Right. Get out Don't of my seat. Watching the game, and it is by the way the Boston Garden, but um. Yeah, and then he ends up going and just sitting in some other random seat. And I don't know, did he steal someone else's popcorn? Because somehow he has popcorn, and uh, I don't know. He's watching the game. Yeah, so he, I guess he sticks it out. And then uh, Pam is at Spencer's place, and he he's like cooking an elaborate dinner, and she's looking. Th- oh, he does have books because she's looking through his books, and <laughs> and then she like kisses him. And he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> like that—that that wasn't right." So, yeah, he says, "Like, I don't think Susan would like that," you know. Yeah, so he puts a, a quick stop on that, and then um, the deal was they're going to show up at six a.m. the next morning to buy these guns from the bad guys. So they show up at six a.m., and Spencer's there with Pam, and then the bad guys show up, and then the other two bad girls show up. <laughs> the bad girls. And, and then they they they're like, all right, back the truck up to the van, and we'll exchange the guns for the money. So, um, at that point, Spencer kind of turns to Hawkins, like, take a walk. You know? Well, yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, when I put my hand in my back pocket, you know, take a walk. And Hawkins like, yeah. kind of looks at him a little weird. He's like, and he, then the guy calls over. He's like. Hawk, you and Spencer put the money and the uh, guns in the trunk. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) he walks away. away. (laughs) And then the cops come swarming in. Yeah, exactly. And And Pam's all mad. She's like, you set him up. And uh, actually, wait, hold on. I think I have a clip of that too. Wait, right? Yeah, here. Pam's all mad about the setup, so. You did this. You set them up. They trusted you because of me. Somebody has to go down for that old man. And it isn't going to be you. You've got two children in college who don't need to spend their vacations visiting their mother in prison. You've got a husband who needs you to, to help him get his act together, even though you might dump him later. You've got your own life to live. And I think she even says, my life's a mess. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It should, you know, she really should have gone down with the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, I think but I, have... it sounds like Spencer made a deal with the cops, so... They're happy with it, yeah. so that's fine or whatever. So then they're back at Patterson's and they're having like a marriage counseling <laughs> session with Spencer and and his date. Uh, it's just like why? What are they? Why are they even going through right. this? Right. And then Susan chimes in at one point. She's like, "Is everything you do for Pam? Why can't anything just be for you? Why do you have to sacrifice?" I'm like, "What? Uh, I'm like what? what that doesn't like make psychoanalyzing." Yeah, it. exactly. But uh, yeah. Anyway, it was just really weird. So they leave them alone. And uh, good call. I'm, <laughs> yep, I'm sure they're divorced like six weeks after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they probably killed each other or something. Yeah, I don't know where she is, but you like this new building? <laughs> buried <laughs> underneath it. Yeah, eight feet of concrete right here. 
Oh, man. Um, so then Spencer, oh, they drive away. And, yeah. and, and Spencer kind of turns the tables and he asks Susie or Susan to marry him. And she gets out of the car and she's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, that's like, always what? a good sign. She gets out of the yeah. car. Will you marry me? I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Shut the door. <laughs> yeah. So, um, didn't seem like things were heading down the right path there. Yeah. She, I don't know where it goes in the future. I'm like, it's episodes. just a lot of discussion. Yeah. There's, you know, talking about how it's complicated or whatever. I'm like, but you were just the one in the, like, 30 minutes ago that was all mad that he wouldn't say you love. Now, that doesn't mean you get to get married, but I don't know. No, but I mean, she, she just played a part in getting a criminal. <laughs> freed to stay married to a husband she doesn't want to be with. Yeah, maybe that made her <laughs> think she, a little bit. This is just crazy. I don't know. And then anyway, they just agree to be friends or whatever, and he's like, let's go consummate our friendship. And by the way, my I just realized my computer, I must have spelled it wrong because it spelled consulate. It autocorrected consulate. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. He's like, have, uh, I, have I ever showed you how fast this car will go? And then they take <laughs> off. And I wrote down, is this still not over? Yeah, and he does drive very fast. Yes, and then they so then they what? Um, let's see, they go to I guess it's the house. Whose house is that? Is that who? Because it wasn't where right. they were before. There's so many residents in this. I don't know. <laughs> For some guy who Spencer's has no money, home. he's got a lot of places to go. Yeah, so they get there. Because if it's her and... house, this coming up, how do they know to go there? Right. Because yeah, I don't know. And if it's his house or one of them, I don't know how they know which one to go to. Right, which and it seems so, like a pretty nice house on the water. I mean, it does. It's like a cabin or something yeah. almost. And then uh, so they get there, and King King and Spencer are there. Well, no, no, King and King Hawk. And Spencer. King <laughs> King and Hawk and some other thugs are there, and um, they're waiting for him. And so when they walk in, King. Kind of throws a beat down on uh, Spencer. Well, he he hits him. He hits him, and Spencer hits him back. <laughs> yeah. Well, which, first which he is... says, and then he says, at one point he says, "You must have had a good punch when you were younger." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he, he hits him back, and then uh, King's like, "All right, Hawk, just kill him," because <laughs> he was like, he was hurting, you know. He's an old, older guy. Right. King. Exactly. And. and um, and like, and I do want to say they had Chuck Connors in this episode, and we didn't see him until like the last thirty minutes. I'm like, that seemed kind of odd. Um, For like a total of two minutes. But anyway, yeah. So he tells Hawk to go get him, and um, Hawk's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little, I got a little clip of it here. I bet you had a real punch when you were young. Oh, hold it. Kill him, Hawk. Kill the punk. Kill him. Do them both. Blow him away. Hawk? <laughs> no. No? Who pays your freight? You do what you're told. No, I don't guess so. You the man? I'm going to leave it up to you. And I did not record the part where uh, King Powers drops the end bomb. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, uh, because I, I just like, I heard it. And I'm like, whoa, this was on a TV movie. <laughs> yeah, this was like primetime. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. I'm like, okay. 
Um, um, but and then I thought, like, is Hawk going to hand the gun to King to kill Spencer? <laughs> because that's really not much better. But, yeah. But he didn't. No. And I think uh, I think that was a start of a beautiful friendship. Right. right. I'm not sure how King got out of jail, but then they're going to take him back to jail. Basically, he's knocked out at this point, and Hawk just throws him in the back of the truck. And they're going to follow him and, you know, make a statement oh, of police. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I'm which I'm just, not sure. I just stopped watching at this point, but. They're, you know, I'm not sure, like, how this is going to stick better than the gun running is. Um, but whatever. Sure. And, but, yeah, that was it then, right? Well, no, then there's, I have here written down that they say Hawk the would have, wouldn't have shot him anyway. You know, Susan says that. She's like, I don't think Hawk oh, would have yeah, shot yeah. you anyway. Even if he didn't help him get away. And yeah, uh, he he's like, maybe I should ask him to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the most leg- uh, the legitimately funny thing in the show. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that it was a, supposed to be a comedy, but you know what I mean. Right. Right. But yeah. So, you know, aside from the weirdness of the. The plot. <laughs> besides <laughs> the plot. Besides the main story, it was fine. Yeah, no, I, I actually did like it because I liked, I mean, Spencer's character is not bad and Hawk is is pretty cool. So Hawk is, I don't know, and way better, at least in this episode. I think I'm going to guess that some of the kinks got worked out because I think, you know, when you have a show that's based on a series of books, you know, people are going to be expecting certain things. Yeah, yeah. So I think sometimes it's hard, you know, you're trying to make those people happy, but at the same time make a show and sometimes they don't always work like what would work in the book. So I'm sure it got a little it evolved. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I'm hope I don't think Hawk changed at all, which is fine because that's <laughs> he was like perfect yeah. right the way he was. All right, all right. Um, and you know, and and, and um, you know, um Avery Brooks played Hawk and he went on to Star Trek DS9 for like six years or whatever it was. I don't know if he was as much of a badass in that as he was in this, but I imagine probably not, but I don't know. Yeah, probably not. I've never watched I don't know. I, I never watched that one because I always thought it would be boring because it's basically set on a um, uh, like space station. I'm like, well, it doesn't even go anywhere. <laughs> what, is it? what fun really? is that? That surprises me. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, um, so you, you, you enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good it one. All around good? I, I did, yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to watch some more, so... I hope we do some future episodes here. Yeah, I, I would like to see if how it changes, um, and and especially like in a regular hour format versus you know two hours, which was too long. <laughs> yeah, <I agree. laughs> at least for this story. Um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because it was really only the one plot line throughout the whole thing. Right. I mean, they kind of had fine, a subplot but... with the Patterson guy. You know, owing money to other the other dude, but they didn't really like flesh that out at all. It was no, just like, right. yeah, he owed money. Okay, it was just a way to bring Hawk into the picture. I think you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But... So anyway, yeah, it was right. fine. It was not my favorite, um, but it was it was fine. If you guys have any thoughts on it, let us know. Especially if you know how it changes over the years, because um, I'd like to know. That's what I. <laughs> Okay. 
All right. All right. Anything else you got for this, Mike? Or anything else nope. in particular? No. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing next, but we got to think about it soon because we're recording pretty late, so we got to get going. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be we'll get on it. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, so for this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.